crazy antenna looking beanie on my head. I like this beanie though. I just got it at a Target. My girlfriend bought it for me. Uh, anyways, welcome to the podcast. I have to sit really far away or else I get really overexposed. Um, yeah. Let's see. Did I have anything I even wanted to talk about? Probably not. I just got a new vinyl. I didn't I already talk about that. I might have. I might have talked about it. I got a vinyl. Uh, heroin by Thornhill. I might have talked about it in the last episode, and I but I do have it. Um, I got it in the mail, so that's pretty chill, pretty cool. I'm trying to learn to go a little slower with these episodes because I end up running out of stuff to talk about pretty easily. So yeah, um, oh shit, yeah, so you can actually see it in the shot, I guess. I've been eating cereal for the last few days. Uh, I guess I'll talk about my illness. So I'm not really sick anymore, um, but I had what I think was bronchitis for the last few days, um, from about... 11, 12, or no, 11, 11 to 11, 15, I had a pretty bad, uh, a pretty bad chest cold, (coughs) and you'll probably hear me cough occasionally, and, uh, yeah, it was pretty gnarly, I mean, I had, I was like drinking tea, I mean, that's why I have all this tea back here, I was drinking tea, I was, uh, I couldn't taste anything, uh, drinks or food, it was just all around a rough time, um, but I'm fine now, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was an interesting experience, I have a piece of, uh, Kellogg's cereal on my desk. Uh, it was an interesting, it was an interesting experience. Um, I've never lost my sense of taste like that. It wasn't COVID. You can get that sensation with other diseases. It's like asmosia or something like that. That's what it's called. And it's where you lose your sense of taste. Oh my God, this chair is so fucking noisy. You lose your sense of taste. And your sense of smell. So I I would walk into a room. I could smell nothing. I would eat something. Could taste absolutely nothing. I could just feel the texture of it. And that was about it. Uh, so pretty rough. Uh, pretty rough time. Um, no way this tweet got elated. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah. Pretty rough time. Uh, I was really upset. Because I like. You know, it was my two-year anniversary with my girlfriend uh, on uh, uh, November 11th, that Friday. And we were celebrating the next day. Well, I got sick that day. And so when we celebrated the next day, we went out to eat. And I got this Italian chicken sandwich. It was like pesto and spinach and grilled chicken and all this stuff and all this oil and everything and it was really good I would think uh I don't know because Saturday was the day that I lost my sense of taste so I have no idea what that sandwich tasted like so hopefully I can get it again I ended up going back there on Monday thinking my sense of taste had come back got peanut butter french toast couldn't taste it at all so that was equally uh disappointing um but yeah it's just not been a fun experience i've had like a diffuser in front of me i've been drinking tea out of my uh, little yeti mug i've been drinking a lot of tea 
lot of like cold uh, treatment tea and not like cold tea, but like the tea that has like the cold PM shit on the front of the box. I've been drinking apple cinnamon tea just to soothe my my airways and everything. Because when you drink that stuff, it's supposed to warm up your chest, which then frees up your lungs, and then you start hacking your head off to get everything out. So, yeah, it's been a uh, it's been rough <laughs> to say the least. But, uh, yeah. But, um, so, you know, I, I've been sick with that. Uh, as a result, I had to miss a lot of work, but it's fine, I guess. I mean, I, I recovered, so I went back to work. Yesterday, today is uh, Saturday, so I don't know when this will go up though. Somebody's speeding down the road. Damn. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's what uh I've been up to for the last week. Just pain and hell and pain. Um, and then. What else have I been up to? Uh, oh. Damn, I lost it. I don't know. It's been very uneventful. I've just been sick. I mean, that's all that's to it, you know? Drinking that goddamn tea and eating cereal and shit like that. <laughs> um, but yeah. And my sense of taste came back and on Wednesday and I started, you know, eating everything under the sun. Because I was like, yo, I can taste everything again. And I was like, time to eat nacho fries. <laughs> and uh, then I was like, time to also eat a McRib the next day. And that's what I did. So, odd way to celebrate. But, like, it's weird my... I can smell again, too. My sense of smell... Oh, let me get a sip of water. My mouth is getting progressively drier. My sense of smell has just... Like, it's there, but every now and then I'll start smelling like... I don't know, I start smelling like a metalish burning smell. I don't know, it's just like a burning smell in my nose. And then I'll taste like it's just something that's burnt. And it'll happen just at random times. Like uh, last night I was talking to someone on Discord and it just like randomly all of a sudden I started smelling burning and started tasting like a burning kind of taste. And it was just like, ugh. And it's not the first time like, it happened this morning. It happened uh, like right after I got it all back. On Wednesday it happened. Uh, it's, it's such a weird little phenomenon. So. Uh, but yeah. So don't, don't get uh, acute bronchitis. Do not get that, because that's pretty much what I had. Um, I'm not even sure where I got it from either. Like, I I have no idea where this could have possibly come from. Um, but yeah, I, I had to suffer through that. So, and me and my girlfriend were joking around. I was like, at least this is like the two year celebration. If this was like the one year, this would have sucked. But <coughs> see what I mean? But because it was the two year celebration, we were like, eh, whatever, you know, we've already had the one. <laughs> There's always next year, you know? So that was kind of the justification that we used uh for that. Uh
Jesus. So. <coughs> oh, God. See so, ya. Yeah. That's what I've been uh, up to, and then. <sighs> yeah, drinking a lot of tea, using diffusers, taking a lot of Mucinex and anti inflammatories, and. I've never taken so many meds in one day. In, in one short span of time, I've never taken that many meds. I was like loading up on, you know, like sinus relief medication and ibuprofen and some decongestants and like Dayquil and all of them kind of kind of contain the same ingredients, so I would not recommend doing that. But that is what I was doing. Did it do I think it helped? I think it made me more miserable. Because I think what it was doing is it was taking away the symptoms, but I still felt like shit. And I feel like it was, if anything, just delaying the inevitable end to my illness. I feel like... Because at one point it was like drying out. It was like... I, I used this at one point. This... Um, oh god, it's too white. It's too white. That nasal spray that was the worst it went all the way through my nose it hit the back of my throat burned the back of my throat on both nostrils and then while it yes it did free my uh symptoms what it didn't do is prevent me from just having a completely dry ass nose it dried my whole throat my nose my mouth Everything was just dry. I was like chugging water. This stuff is real good at getting you to buy more of this. <laughs> so, I don't even know. I do not recommend getting this shit. It's it's too much. It works a little it works too much. Like it'll free up your nose, but not for any benefit. I would have rather just had a clogged up nose and some drainage. But uh, anyway, here we are. Um, I got to enjoy being healthy again. Healthy. I'm still coughing and shit. But I was literally just sick in September. I had a cold in September. It lasted like a week and some change. It lasted a little bit into the next week, but I... Kind of just acted like it didn't. I just had to pretend like I was fine. I got this fucking antenna on my head. It's calling all millennials. That's And Gen Z. That's what it's doing right now. It's calling all of them. They're all getting notifications that I'm over here. <laughs> but. Yeah. It's just. Um. I just can't, I can't catch a break <coughs> when it comes to being sick. When it comes to being sick, I just can't catch a fucking break. I'm like constantly, whenever I get sick, it's like a whole fucking event. It's just, I start dying. <laughs> so, and it doesn't help. Ever since I've started gaining weight, I get even more uh, symptoms than I used to because, you know, I'm heavier, so I'm using more energy to move around and to breathe and to just function in general and then to take some of the leftover energy and budget it out to fighting an illness i don't have a lot of it left so <laughs> it, it just it's not getting sick nowadays is so much worse than it used to be so i just don't know what to i don't know what to uh, even say about it. It's it was just a miserable experience. Um. Anyway, so the last episode I talked about how Twitter had some impersonation stuff going on. That was about a week and a half ago. It already feels like it's been seven years. Uh. 
So here we are. <laughs> um, Elon has already nearly take the, tanked the whole fucking company. And I gotta say, it's it's a feat in its own. You know how Americans love teaching about Andrew Carnegie, the you know capitalism's first uh, exploiter, capitalism's first like millionaire or whatever, because you know you're not supposed to be able to make that much money under capitalism, but it happened. And, uh, you know, everybody loves talking about him. I think this will go down in textbooks as well. I think it'll be like, and here is, uh, Elon Musk. He bullied his way into Tesla and then he nearly ran that company to the ground. And then he bullied his way into Twitter and at $44 billion later, that motherfucker is ruining it. I I think I think it would have to go into like a textbook of some sort. I mean that this is insane. You know, I've never seen a social media site tank this fast. That he kept tweeting, "Look guys, we have high user uh interaction. We're not uh, failing at all. I have seen maybe 3 ads since he took over as opposed to seeing about three ads an hour before he took over. And, you know, it's like, even with the high interaction, are you making any money on that? I mean, who's buying Twitter Blue except for the people that lick his prostate? And then uh, all the people who run all the critical infrastructure are uh, gone, and or they're, like, being fired publicly, and... I mean, look, you know, if he's going to be like, look, we'll give him this. So there's high user interaction, but let's just put it like this. If I bought a $44 billion mansion and then I set it on fire, just because a ton of people showed up doesn't mean what I'm doing is good. You know, there's just a bunch of people watching it burn. That's all people are coming to Twitter to do is to watch it tank. You know, it's not this like, Oh, I've heard Twitter is actually good again. Elon Musk is running it. It's more so, holy shit, this billionaire bought this company for like a fourth of his net worth, fourth or fifth of his net worth, and is now running it into the ground. Didn't Twitter start off with like 8,000 employees before he bought it, and now they're down to like 1,000? I mean, holy shit dude all the accessibility features team the ones that make it to where like deaf people can see captions and blind people can hear tweets and whatnot that team is gone uh, the fucking like lead engineering department is gone i mean literally the moment this thing runs into a security problem we're fucked and I've also been hearing that if you have an authentication code, then if you log out of Twitter and try to log back into it, you cannot be texted the code because he shut off the service that texts you the code because he didn't think it was, like, necessary. Uh, I, How do you use Twitter and not realize how that's a necessary feature? He wants to get rid of the thing on every tweet. Here, I'll show the same tweet. The thing on every tweet that says where you tweeted it from. And he was like, I don't even know why we added that in the first place. It's just one of those features where it's like, you know, it's nice to know where someone's tweeting from. That's it. And I'm sure it serves a larger purpose. And, you know, it, it's like... uh <sighs> God, it's like YouTube getting rid of the sort by oldest to newest feature. It's like, why are you getting rid of all these features? Like, you've already given them to us, and now you're just... You're taking them right away. I don't even... I think you can only buy Twitter Blue on iOS. Uh, I think even if you do buy Twitter Blue... Yeah, I don't even think you get the blue check mark anymore. 
Or no, you might. Yeah. <coughs> you might still get the check mark. The guy that posted this tweet, is he verified? He is. Got it. Yeah, I I just don't. I don't understand it. Twitter Blue was a stupid idea in the first place. You know, paying for an edit button, paying for a blue check. At least the edit button seemed to like to make a little bit more sense than a blue check. Why would you want a check mark if you're not an important person? As well as once you got it, you just get relentlessly made fun of. So, you know, I don't see what the whole point is. <clears throat> but. <coughs> yeah. The company's running into the ground. So that's whatever. <sighs> Let's see. I've never even talked about this. I have this, like, little Oregon Trail computer. On my uh, mic stand. It's pretty cool. It falls off sometimes, but it's pretty cool. But yeah, it just kind of hangs there. And it's, uh, you know, it's just this little neat thing that I keep on my uh, mic arm. So I have nowhere else to put it. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, Twitter Twitter's gonna fucking implode. Another thing I wanted to talk about is getting a little bit more into the PC building realm. So if you don't know anything about PCs, it's fine. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it. And you know, even if you don't know anything, usually this is a bit of a fascination, a fascinating topic. Because if you're using a computer, then you know what I'm talking about. Or you should at least uh, learn about what I'm talking about. So, someone just <laughs> their car. Probably a truck. Um, so, the RTX 4070 Ti was announced. It's the old 4080 SKU that they announced. It's the 12 gig 4080 that they talked about competing with the 4080 16 gig. You know what they should have done? Made the 4080 16 gig a 4080 Ti, the 4080 12 gig a 480, and then done another 4070 Ti in a completely different model. Where are the low end cards? Where's the 4060? The 4070? 4050, I guess. I don't know. They did a 3050, so why not? At that point, just buy a fucking 3080 or something. But, it, you know, for the ones that don't understand what I'm saying, NVIDIA released their new lineup of NVIDIA, uh, of graphics cards, the RTX 4000 series. The previous generation was the 3000 series and 2000 series and the 1600 series and the 1000 series and so on. And uh, the 40, when they announced it, they announced a 4090, which was like a 24 gig card, the 4080 16 gig model, and the 4080 12 gig model. And people were mad because at that point, you, as a consumer, could get confused and accidentally buy the 12 gig model when you meant to buy the 16 gig model. Because you probably looked at it and went, ooh, cheap thinking it would be the same as the expensive one. Well, so they then backtracked and unreleased the 12-gig the model, and now they've reannounced it, like, two weeks later as the 4070 Ti. And I have a problem with that, because it is essentially a 4080 with less VRAM and less cores. That's all it is. And... You know, if, if they cut the price a significant amount, sure, but I've seen where they're talking about prices on, like, the 4080 and the 4070 Ti and all that stuff, like the rumored stuff for the 4070 Ti. It's just not worth it. 
I think it's been benchmarked as like slightly better than the 30 series counterparts. It doesn't seem worth it. And you know, I it reminds me of the 3060 because there's a 12 gig model, which is what I'm using right now, and there's an 8 gig model, and I almost bought the 8 gig model despite it being like a $10 price difference. And at least at the time it was ten dollars. It you know, GPU shortage prices and everything. And I even thought at the time, that's a little weird. You know, what if somebody wanted to get the best thirty sixty they could buy and bought the eight gig model? At that point, why not just call it a thirty fifty TI or something like that? Or don't do that model at all. There's a thirty fifty, and even then I think the thirty fifty's pointless. The 3060 should have been the bare minimum card for the 30 series lineup. Because guess what? If the 3060 12 gig is the lowest model, all of the prices should just start dropping to meet a more realistic price point. And they didn't. And, uh, you know, this 40 series is so overpriced. Isn't it like... 14 or 1500 dollars for a 4090 or something like that let me look how much would it be if i bought a 4090 founders edition 24 gig card 1600 bucks i know that's the titanium in black I, is that the only model of it really that must be oh shit i didn't mean to do that <laughs> That is the only model. Or you can get the Gigabyte one, which is $1,700. But it looks pretty, and it has little lights on it. Or you can get the 4090 Supreme Liquid Cooling, which is eighteen or $1,750. Uh, or the $1,800 Asus Tough 24-gig card, 4090 it's embarrassing. How much? Oh my god! A pre-built. A Ryzen 9 7900X. 32 gigs of DDR5. 4800 megatransfers per second memory. And an RTX 4090. With a 1TB SSD. And a 4TB hard drive. $4300. <sighs> Shit, man. $4,900, you can get a, a 7950X, 64 gigs of uh, DDR5, 4,800 megahertz memory, a 4090, a 1TB M.2 SSD, and a 6TB hard drive? That's $4,900. Good lord. Well, <laughs> I'm getting into the pre-built market good lord man there's no way that equals to that amount yeah let me build something like that there's no way that it's that expensive let me find that exact computer i just listed off that's forty nine hundred dollars maybe i'm wrong maybe it is that expensive but let me try to make a similar build that power supply looks off-brand as shit, dude. Whoa. Look at that fucking power supply with the carbon fiber 1000. That thing looks cheap as hell, dude. Oh. It looks like a custom graphics card, though. So, and it's in a Fantex case. A lot of companies love Fantex for some reason. It's using liquid cooling as well. Hmm. Give me the specs. <laughs> and we will build one equivalent to it. So it has a 7950X. I need to quit uh, hitting the number keys. Those are my transition keys. Alright, 7950X. Oh god, why does it do all of this? Alright. 
this uh, the fucking one terabyte M.2. So we're just going to choose a normal standard M.2 that's probably Gen 4. I would assume they chose a Gen 4 drive. So let's do... Uh, oh yeah, I have to do 64 gigs of RAM. Does it not tell me what brand the RAM is? Uh, those look like G-Skill sticks, maybe? So I'll do G-Skill. Right? Yeah, I'll do G-Skill RAM. Uh, yeah, G-Skill. And I'll make sure it's 4800 megahertz. 64 gigs. <coughs> 4,800 megahertz. Whoa. Alright, never mind. I'm going to have to go with like a different brand. It, the brand doesn't really matter. I mean, all that matters is that I can get a lower price on a computer. Uh, yeah, we'll do these crucial sticks of RAM. They're not very RGB or flashy or anything, but you don't really need that. Uh, let's see what... I guess we're not going to tell me what motherboard we're rocking with. All of this shit looks like it came from the SI. So, and there's a fucking network card in a PCIe slot? Oh my god. So let's choose like a decent motherboard. Uh, and we'll leave the network card out. You know, all these motherboards have fine enough Ethernet. You don't need a fucking network card. And you know what? We'll even put Wi-Fi in the board. Fuck it. Let's go all out and see how far we can push this build before we hit the number. Yeah, I need a liquid cooler. We'll throw the H150i IQ uh, liquid cooler on here. That, like, Capilex uh, Corsair one. We'll throw that on there. Fuck it. So we'll have two sticks of crucial memory. Oh, fuck yeah, there's four sticks in the picture. Well, like I said, we're trying to optimize this build, so... Um, let's do a 1 terabyte M.2. Gen 5, preferably. Where's my option for Gen 5? There. So, yeah. Uh, a 1 terabyte is a hundred bucks for like a decent one terabyte cool and then we need a six terabyte hard drive <laughs> what the fuck uh, capa uh, capacity we need a two or no six terabyte Six terabytes. Six terabytes. And there's 22 terabyte drives. Good lord, Western Digital. And Seagate. Um, six terabytes, six terabytes, six terabytes, six terabytes. I just need something. Fuck it. We're going to throw a NAS drive in there. Six terabyte hard drive for $165. Good lord, I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> Choose a video card, 4090. Uh, it's a custom card. So I guess I need to throw a, an, another brand's card in there. Go with a Zotac Trinity. It's a 4090, so we'll go with that. And I know y'all can't see it. I'm just not showing it. Um, I guess I could show it. Let's see. So I have that a case. It's a Fantex case. So will it actually tell me the model? That doesn't really tell me much. 
Oof. Yeah, I guess it won't tell me. Oh, that you know what? That card might actually be an audio card. Or no, I think that's just the motherboard's built-in audio. A lot of motherboard audio is not that bad anymore. It's not like the old days. But that shit sounded like ass. It is a Fantex case with their fucking stupid-ass logo on it. So, I actually have a Fantex case. It's not that bad. It's sitting down there. It's like an old model of a Fantex case. But it looks like this. It's the general shape. So we'll do Fantex. <coughs> that pretty much looks like that's it, but ours has like a a little window for the power supply. So I guess I would need to look for that. That one does indeed have a window for the power supply. So let me look at the other ones, though. This one does, too. Um, but I'm going to go with the cheaper one. Alright, choose a power supply. It's 1,000 watt. That's all I know. <laughs> Add. 4,300. And this is, what, 4,900? Pretty good. I guess you're paying for, like, a discounted Windows... It has Windows 11, so I'm going to add Windows 11 to this. Choose a monitor. This doesn't come with a monitor. And it comes with, like, the shitty proprietary keyboard and mouse. That shit's, like, five bucks. It's not worth that much. There is a uh, network card, which you don't need. I think that's what that is. Unless it's, like, a Wi-Fi card. It might be a Wi-Fi card. Either way, we chose a motherboard with a built-in Wi-Fi card. All in all, it came out to be about $4,400, or 4500 if you don't count all these, like, discounts and mail-in rebates. This, 4900 You could very easily build this for about $400, dollars $4 to $500 cheaper. That is our verdict, so... That's my. That's what I say about it. Um, don't buy pre-builds. Go to Best Buy and like look at what kind of computers they got on display that are marketed as gaming. Outrageously priced. Like, beyond outrageously priced. They are embarrassing. I don't know how they get away with selling computers like that. I guess it's just because no one knows. Every time I see like an old, like, not an old, but like a grandma with a little kid buying a gaming computer at Best Buy, I always want to stop them and be like, let me evaluate how much this should cost and how much you're overpaying for it. But I don't want to like ruin the kid's trip to Best Buy. If they can afford it, they can afford it, you know. The kid is not that old and it probably eventually he'll end up upgrading it himself anyway so it doesn't matter he ain't paying for it <laughs> there there was actually a specific incident where that happened where i watched a grandma with her grandson walk out of a best buy with a gaming pc and i was like oh no and then i was like yeah it's whatever that kid doesn't care it'll play whatever fucking game he wants to play Call of Duty at low settings. <laughs> so. <sighs> but. That was fun. I like doing that. I like taking computers and. Evaluating them on PC Part Picker. And being like this is how much it should cost. How much are they charging you for. The labor of them putting it together. So I've seen the argument where people are like. Well what if you just don't want to put it together. Because you don't know how. You could always learn. That information's free. You'd always learn. You got a motherboard, you stick a CPU in it, you put a cooler on it, you shove the RAM in, put it in the case, put the graphics card in, plug in a hard drive, and turn it on. And of course, you have to like, like plug in the power supply and stuff, but after all that, you turn it on, it works. If it's a new drive, you just install Windows on it, it works. That's like the most simple way I can explain it. 
you know, outside of the finding all the parts to buy and everything. So. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, so I'll add on to the me having no sense of smell. We went to, uh, um, we went to, uh, Bath and Body Works while I was, on Monday while I was still sick. And I was like, this is the worst seventh circle of hell I've ever been to because I can't smell any of the candles. I would, like, pick up a candle and just be like... And I couldn't smell anything. So I was just in there. Ow. I was just in there. Just to exist. Couldn't smell any of the candles or anything. Just suffering. <laughs> that that was a rough experience. So... I, I do not recommend going into a Bath and Body Works when you have a stuffy nose and you can't smell anything. So... It's just all around... A miserable experience. Man, and I was like so groggy and tired and everything. Before I realized you weren't really supposed to drink caffeine with that particular illness, I drank like a... Like a coffee and then I couldn't taste it. So I was like, what the fuck? That's how I found out I couldn't taste anything. Was not being able to taste the coffee. And, uh... But I was like amped, you know, I was out here cleaning my room and doing all kinds of shit and uh, then I like crashed around the time that we were finishing up at the restaurant, I was like oh. and I got like really pale and my girlfriend was like, you don't look alright I was like, yeah, I don't feel alright <laughs> so, that was an interesting little experience but uh yeah, you know, it uh, it's, uh, it's over now, so I'm feeling better. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't talk about PC stuff very often online, so. I just recently learned how to build, not recently, I learned how to build a computer back in October of 2021. Because I was having computer problems, and my power supply sounded like it was dying, because it was making, like, a rattling, like, you know, little squealing noise, which is usually a sign that something like a coil or something is uh, yelling at me uh, from inside the power supply. And um, so I uh, watched a I watched a video on how to. Um, oh. I watched a video on how to swap out a power supply. And then, because uh, I was like really fluent in tr troubleshooting like software issues. I knew next to nothing about hardware. I, it, like if something was wrong with my computer, I would try to troubleshoot it on the software side. And once that failed, I'd be like, fuck it, I guess I just can't fix it. Because I didn't know anything about hardware or anything like that. So... I learned how to swap out a power supply, and then I kind of just fell down this rabbit hole of, like, oh, this is how you, uh, <coughs> this is how you swap out a CPU, and then I ended up using that knowledge to swap my girlfriend's 2400G to a Ryzen 3700X, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I ran into some hiccups. I had to swap the CPUs back update her BIOS and then swap the CPUs again. So that was fun. <coughs> and then, which is weird because the motherboard was 3000 series ready. So don't know how that works. So I did, I had to learn how to do that. And then from there, I just went from there. So I was able to, when I eventually bought all my parts and everything, I was able to actually build my PC. Um, since then, I've been, like, trying to look for parts to build another computer as well. More of, like, a media machine for the TV right here. Because right now, I just have, like, a 10-foot HDMI that goes from this computer to this TV. But I want to build a PC that I can use as, like, a media machine. And I have an old uh, Intel 6th-gen uh, processor that I want to find a motherboard for. But finding 1151 
uh, socket motherboards is like fucking impossible. Finding a 6th gen motherboard. One that's like not 300 fucking dollars. Because, you know, motherboards don't last as long as CPUs, so... That's why it's so hard to find uh, something like that. But... Yeah, so I have that. I have a... I could get another AM4 motherboard and use my 2400G. Because I ended up using that processor from my girlfriend when I swapped them. I took it home and then eventually used it in my computer and then I bought a better CPU down the line. But... You know, because if it's, if it's just, like, a media computer, all it needs is, like, a decent CPU, and then just, like, a little bit of RAM, and then, uh, I have a graphic, I have an old AMD uh, RX 570 I'm gonna put in there, so I already have, like, a media computer, kind of, but it has, I can't get any, uh, internet connectivity on it, I don't have a Wi-Fi card for it. Nor do I have Ethernet up here. And it's running old AMD FX series hardware. And so... uh, And it's also running an old RX 460. Because I don't want to put the 570 in it yet. So that's kind of that update on that computer. But yeah, I've been learning how to... I've been learning more computer stuff for like the last... Year and a couple months or so. It's been... It's been a really fun and interesting experience. So, a lot of work at first. It's a lot of work at first. Like, once you get the basic terminology down and you kind of understand what you're looking for, it's a lot easier to figure out. You know, if you know what mother what motherboard goes with what CPU, goes with what uh, RAM, and then, like, you know what is, like, a decent graphics card to look for, for the type of CPU you got. As long as you like kind of figure out what you're looking for, you can figure it out. So So I've been yeah, I've been doing that. Um but yeah. Uh but yeah, uh, of course, you know, I'm talking about my PC and shit. If you ever go to my Twitch, I have, a, like, a PC specs, like, pace bin under my, uh, under my streams in the about section. So, if anybody was ever curious, that's where you would find that. But, um, man, you know, um, uh, apparently is it's Joe Biden's birthday. <laughs> that's kind of interesting. Let me look. There's like this one tweet of him just sitting at, in a chair that I keep seeing. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, this picture right here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He's like, it's like he didn't even know they were going to be taking that picture. That's the funny part. This Jonathan guy just went. <laughs> and mine's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Not even like a good picture. Just catching him off guard. But yeah. <laughs> God damn. He's so fucking old. I used to make like jokes about him. Because, you know, I'm a Bernie supporter. And I'm also a leftist, so I used to, like, make fun of him and stuff in, like, a jokey way. My God, man. I, I Now I legitimately am just like, ugh. I, I don't like him, but if if, it, if Trump is running against him again, I have to vote for him. It's, it's, there's no question about it, you know. Uh, you know, it. it's like, if Trump becomes president again, whoever's president after him is going to deal with the repercussions of his administration. Because it's always like, whatever the current president's doing, you don't feel the effects of it until the next term. And then that president has to deal with it. So it can either be like a good thing, or it can be a bad thing. You know, in Trump's case, Trump inherited a great economy, 
it ran smoothly, and then towards the end just exploded because of the pandemic. And then, and probably because partly in uh, partly because of his tax cuts too. And then Biden comes in and he inherits this horrible economy that he's slowly trying to rebuild. Probably by the time his first term is up, either his second term will be better or if Trump wins, his term will be like, you know, godsend. So then people are going to vote for Republican after Trump is out of office. And guess what? That Republican is going to have one of the worst fucking economies to have to deal with. And it's just going to get even worse under a Republican. And then a Democrat's going to take over and be like, shit. Because, <laughs> you know, Reagan unraveled our economy back then. And then, you know, Bush Sr. took over. And it was okay for a little bit. And then you started to see the cracks in the system. And then Bill Clinton, you know, stabilized the economy enough. And then it just all fell apart under Bush. <laughs> it all fell apart under Bush. So, yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's crazy that I, I'm going to have to vote for like an 80-year-old fucking man in 2024 if he runs again. I really hope they choose someone else. I don't know, though. That's kind of risky, I guess, against Donald Trump. Biden will die in office. He will die in office in his second term at at the latest. Either it'll be in this term or it'll be in his second term. That motherfucker's going to die. So, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> that man's old as shit. He doesn't seem like he's doing too well. So... Anyway, I think that'll be my closing remarks is that the president is probably going to fucking perish within his presidency, uh, especially if he wins a second term. So uh, that'll be all for me. Um, I'll be back at some point, um, you know, you know, it. I'll be back at some point, I guess. This episode will come out early on Patreon and then it'll come out. Probably the next day on YouTube. I'm sure when this gets more consistent, I'll be able to upload episodes a little bit more early to Patreon. But that's what it'll be. And then, uh, yeah, go follow the podcast Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast channel. And, uh, yeah. Hope y'all uh, made it this far. And uh, <laughs> peace.